Hey guys, Maria Menunos here. Before your favorite TV after show begins, we want to let you know about my new show on Sirius XM Stars Channel 109. It's called Conversations with Maria, and it's live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Go to conversationswithmaria.com for more info. Buzz you later. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, After Buzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Yes. Welcome back to Pitch Slapped. It uh, comes down to this week eight. I love that we're playing. We There's, have out a of all back. the out of all the things I found out about acapella, I learned that it's so heavy on wordplay and puns. Yes. And I think the the name of tonight's episode might have been my favorite one of this whole season. Okay. It uh, comes down to this. We're all back. I'm your host, Marissa Serafini. Joining me, I have... You have Ty Matthews, you which go. you can find on Twitter, on Instagram, at Ty Matthews PMA. I'm running on very, very little sleep, guys, so I'm a little bit loopy. But I'm stoked for the finale. I'm Lindsay Miller. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram and Periscope at Rockin' Mama Life. And I missed you guys last week. I know. I know. <laughs> so did, you, you did you Periscope where, uh, from your... I did not. No? I did not Come Periscope. On. But you were at Dirty Dancing. How was it? I was at Dirty Dancing. It was great. Good. Glad to hear it. Yeah. Um, Jeff Graham here, guys. You can find me on Twitter at Jeffrey C. Graham and the Insta at Jeffrey Crane Graham. Every time I say Instagram at Jeffrey Crane Graham, it's just too much. You bum so yourself out that lie. you didn't yeah, take advantage of that pun? Correct. Right. <laughs> We're all back. You can follow me on Twitter at Serafini TV. It all comes down to this. Our finale. The finale, guys. What quick How thoughts? Finale. What were your thoughts of the finale? Did it live up to your expectations for what it should have been? Ty. I think I, I don't know. I think I think reality TV has trained me to expect something more explosive, maybe. Mm-hmm. But we got a lot of heart, which I was happy about. Like Trying to lights. fix the lights, guys. Yeah, man. <laughs> no, let's keep these going, guys. It's it's <laughs> not doing what I want it to. Uh, I feel like I'm gonna have a seizure. Uh, uh, you all yeah. listening at night? Yeah. You're having a dance uh, party up here. I couldn't believe how quickly <laughs> these eight weeks went by. So fast. Can't believe Lindsay. it. Um, I liked. I really liked this episode. I really did. Did you? Yeah, I did. Okay. I never know. That's good to have positivity. I never know. No, I'm serious. I really liked, this is my serious face. I really (laughs) liked this episode. Yeah. I did. I liked the second half a lot. I thought the competition was sexy. Right. I was like into it. I was not sure who was going to win. And we'll talk about that. Oh, we're we're super, super into the, the tension that they created. Yeah, but like, sure. But I think that's that's like what we've been talking about the last few weeks is that first half, right. we get a lot of... It's just rough when like act two is like, can they switch a hoodie? I was like, this is. I was worried. I was wondering yes. about that yeah. myself. Let's get like, into that. Are we manufacturing some hiccups here? I don't know. Yeah. Let's get into that. Let's actually start with Highland Voices this get episode. It. For 
They can kind of a loss because they tuned one again, second time in a row. And they said that they were robbed, frustrated, shocked. Do you agree with this from their previous performance? Can we review what was saying last week? <laughs> Define gravity. Oh, yeah. And what's the other one? Roll. And drift away. Like roll, drift, float. Yeah. I I think both teams brought it, and it was mm-hmm. anyone's win last week. So, like, I don't know. I think saying Highland's voices was robbed is a stretch. Yeah. But I don't necessarily... I think it was close. It was close. Mm-hmm. Close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lindsay, do you agree with us? I don't think they were robbed. Um, I could see them being... Frust- I understand them being frustrated, or maybe even surprised, because I think that they were very evenly matched. Mm-hmm. But to say they were robbed kind of like insinuates that they did far better right. than the other teams, and I didn't think that that was well, are the we, reality. Are we just talking semantics here? Are we talking that robbed is too strong a word? Or are we saying that, yeah, maybe they deserved to win, but they didn't necessarily get robbed? That's the question. What do you think, Ty like, Matthews, PMA? I th- <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. Um, I think... I don't know. I, I tend to. I think I agree with them. I think as as much as I love, uh, stay tuned, and I loved their performance. I think that that Define Gravity was kind of overall a better performance. So maybe maybe robbed might be too strong a term, but I definitely think that they deserved that win. Mm-hmm. And so I think that them coming in guns blazing, as we've heard everyone say yeah. a number of times. Uh, I mean, obviously makes sense. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Interesting. I. I don't think robbed is the best term to put it in, in that way. I think both of the groups <clears throat> did a great job equally. And it really could have, it was anybody's game and it could have gone to any one of them. And, you know, sure enough, we went to stay tuned. But, all right, so this week, they're for the last final performance, they're singing When Love Takes Over by David Guetta and Kelly Clarkson. Great uh, song. Ke- Kelly, Kelly Rowland. Kelly Rowland. Kelly Clarkson. Different Kelly. Kelly Rowland. Mm. Obviously, I know this song. You guys, I don't. I really don't. <laughs> never. I, 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 I never once heard this. Love takes over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one. I mean, we sure. One so. with that. I was going to say, I, guys, sure Vanessa so. I believe or me. You. I mean, I believe you. Yeah, it sure sounded like that. Yeah, <laughs> I have definitely never heard the song ever in my life. Though. It's think, like really dance. No, never once. Do you listen yeah. to the radio? I do. I listen to the radio quite a bit. I actually. feel like it's one of those songs that's played like ten times yeah. the hour. When, but when? When was it? When was it really popular? Twenty fifteen. I listened to Pandora, yeah. guys. Right. Um, mm. Do you think this is a good strong choice for Highland Voices for the last performance? Obviously. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I, I, I think the interesting thing about acapella, I'm going to go back on something I said earlier. Okay. Song mm-hmm. choice matters a lot, mm-hmm. but arrangement matters more. So, like, you can take, I think you can make a wrong song choice, and I think that's happened in this show, mm-hmm. but you can take, like, a song choice where it's like, oh, I could see that working, or like, okay, and then if you if the arrangement just slays, it's the right song choice. So, like, I think this song is one of those where it's like, oh, I could see that working, and the arrangement was so good. Then that's why Highland's Voices won. Sure. Okay. All right. So we see, you know, quick auditions because they actually have a lot to get through. It's their last performance. And, of course, it goes to Blue, the beatboxer. And also Vanessa. Shocker. 
Well, do you really think that the auditions were quick because they had to get to stuff? I felt like Diane already knew who the solo was going oh, to. Oh, sure. Uh, that yeah. the auditions might have been just been a yeah, formality. Yeah, just doing it to yeah. doing it. Like, I don't know. That was my first thought. She's like, they're quick, so we've got a lot of stuff to get to. And you see her face all the time. We're like, she knew she was giving it to Vanessa. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> I think we all knew. Yeah, we all knew that whatever yeah. they picked for the finale, it would come down to her. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of set up for that. Mm. So during their rehearsals and they're trying to get to choreography, their one biggest hiccup were those uh, sweaters. The that disco they had, hoodies. The disco hoodies that they had the hardest time. Mm. More so Maddie had the hardest time. Classic reversing. Maddie. Homegirl could not get her jacket <laughs> She could not and get, <laughs> get that guys, sweater. I love you, know, it. you know when you have to turn a sweater inside out on stage and I the know. pressure's on and you just can't do it? It We've reminded all been me of my toddler getting dressed in the morning. He's <laughs> Struggles a lot with the hoodie. It's yeah. really challenging. Like it's he's tricky. mastered everything but the hoodie. So I feel you, Maddie. It I is love the Phil's... hardest item of clothing to get on. Apparently, <laughs> just rudimentary muscular skills. But I love Diana's lines. Like uh, we get changed every day, don't we? I know. <laughs> I just my favorite Diana line is when she goes. Well, my favorite moment backstage is when I'm wearing my disco hoodie. <laughs> that was awesome. Oh, I really loved that. I yeah. love that they all loved the disco hoodie. I felt I like they were all mini Dianas at this bit. point. They kept, well, like, I think I kept waiting, and I think that just may be just a theme with me this week, but I kept waiting for the other shoe to drop. I kept thinking that they were being facetious. And like, no, they love yeah, those we hoodies. really, we really love these shiny disco hoodies. <laughs> I know. I really kept waiting for the other shoe to drop, yeah. but I loved it. I, I dug it. I really dug Phil's impression of Maddie's attempt at turning these inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, classic yeah. Phil. Classic Phil with the physical comedy. So pretty much the biggest struggle was just trying to get these disco sweaters turned properly inside out mm-hmm. on beat on time. All right, so let's go to stay tuned. The real deal. This is last time they're performing. They did get emotional. It's the seniors' last performance. What did you think of uh, Sam and uh, everyone who you know talked about? Like eh, this is our last time together. Was that sweet and endearing? Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah. I thought I, I was really expecting more tears. I was really I expecting a lot more crying in this episode. Well, Sam shared a lot. There's quite was, a bit of crying yeah. at the yeah. end. Mm-hmm. Um, I found it interesting that the whole time stay tuned is you know we hear them focusing on how this is the last time with the seniors last time we're going to perform together as this group of stay tuned whereas diana was like this is the last time you're going to be team diana the last time with me (laughs) to be fair to be fair when they did their their Team cheer. They didn't just say Team Diana. They said it's Team a, Diana Highlands Voices. It was like yeah. Team Diana Highlands Voices. Let's you get that in there. The producer was like, "We need something else. <laughs> <laughs> Could you just throw on a Highlands Voices at the end? Just do Team Diana Highlands Voices. At least say both." <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, so Team Diana still gets top billing. Yeah. Yeah. So they're singing "Same Love." Heavy stuff. That yeah. is mm. this is, this is as we know, Deke loves like strong stories and meanings, and I think this is a perfect song for them. It's yeah. hard, and yeah. I think like we've been talking this entire season about how Deke versus Diana, Stay Tuned versus Highland Voices is it everything every single week, every single episode has encapsulated a heart versus flash, mm-hmm. and I think that nothing. Uh, symbolizes that more than their song choices for this sure. week. Mm-hmm. It was 100% Heart versus Flash. Absolutely. Yeah, the these... show will always win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lindsay has an opinion clearly on the results of the finale. I'm just kidding. Um, but am I? You... <laughs> 
You're right, don't tie that. Um, the, yeah, I was just repeating exactly what you were going to say. <laughs> but it's true. That's fair. That's fair. The song choices did epitomize both that and the coaches, I thought. The sure. coaches approaches. Yeah. Now, the coaches approaches. The coaches of who? Right, thank uh, you. To music. What I'm wondering is that do you think one comes at the expense of the other? Mm-mm. No, no, I don't think there's a wrong. I think Flash can manufacture heart. And this mm. is a controversial mm-hmm. thing to say. But, like, I think a group that really... I think performance is a very multifaceted thing. Mm. And, like, there are some performers who are inherently more flashy. Mm-hmm. But, like, that doesn't mean there's not... It's a different kind of heart. But there... Di- I don't know that there's a different kind of heart. I think, And we'll get into this when we get into their performances. But I think that there is a whole lot of heart in Team Diana mm. tonight. Um, mm-hmm. And I think just because your song is an emotional, powerful song... And another song is a pop song that's more showy and up tempo. Doesn't mean that your song is the only one that has heart behind it. Right. Right. So, what do we think of Decon during his performance and forgetting his lyrics? And he had a big part. He starts off the song, and when your main first singer doesn't know your lyrics, then that sets the he sets the whole tone for the whole performance. And if he ruins it, he ruins it all. Sure. Well, we knew there was going to be a lot of pressure going into this, especially given the fact that we haven't really seen a lot from Decon over the course of the whole season. I know. Like, that yeah. was one thing I was really wondering. I'm you glad know. I went to him. Yeah, we yeah. kept yeah. seeing those little teases of him in the first, you know, episode or two, and then we kind of didn't really see a whole lot until, and I saw Deke even even tweeted, like, I'm saving, you know, saving him for last, basically. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that was a, an immense amount of pressure yeah. to put on the guy's shoulders, you know, especially given how uh, how obviously, yeah, how, how chilly is and how prominent of a role that that part takes in this song. Mm-hmm. You know, even with the 20-part uh, arrangement. 20-part arrangement. You know? mm-hmm. There's 21 of them. Mm-hmm. So basically everyone has their own different individual arrangement during the song. Yeah. Do you think that was too much or did you notice it? I mean, we'll, maybe we'll get into performance, but do you think that was a big challenge for them, especially everything that they've done so far? I do. Mm-hmm. I, I think it was. I think it was a challenge they could handle... And again, you know, I don't know if it's the mixing or or the reality because we hear a mixed version of the live performance, but I feel like there when you have a 20-part arrangement, it's really hard for it to sound cohesive. Mm-hmm. Because each person needs to be balanced on as the whole, and I think that that may have been a struggle hmm. this week. Mm. Okay. I hear you. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that cuz I like the arrangement, but it might have pushed the group a little too much. Um, what was your original question? Oh, just like, do you think it was pretty much a smart, challenging oh, was the arrangement. choice for, especially, this is their last performance, too big of a challenge for the last performance? You know, I think they brought it, overall. It's mm. interesting. Going back to Decon, we were talking about him a little bit. I was nervous at first. Yeah, mm. me too. I felt like Decon was struggling with that classic, um, like, cool guy. It can Because it's hard. It can be, especially rapping. Mm-hmm. Rapping works best when you actually shed the cool guy and, like, really dig into what you're saying. Sure. Because rap is spoken poetry, essentially, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, we'll talk about whether or not he got there, but I was nervous at first. when Definitely. He, yeah. You know, it definitely seemed like he was trying... To to be cool, you know, and it mm-hmm. wasn't, and and he didn't know the words, you know, the lyrics, and it just felt like he was almost not trying, mm. is what it came across at. But I think it was him 
just being in his head on like trying to be cool because he's supposed to be the cool rapper guy. Mm-hmm. See, exactly. I didn't I didn't really read it as him trying to be cool. I think one of the most fascinating things that I saw over the course of him kind of struggling with this and rehearsing this is the fact that he wasn't necessarily trying to be decon channeling same love. He was trying to kind of do an impression of Macklemore yeah. doing yeah. same love. Yeah. And so I think it's not Macklemore. Yeah, and so it's it's such an interesting concept that I don't think people really think about is when you're when you're covering that song, a lot of people tend to fall into just doing an impression of it. And I think that's mm-hmm. one of the most, you know, difficult parts of this. But I think I think that that's more to me, what he was more struggling with hmm. was just trying to be the the original yeah. rather than being himself. For sure. Yeah. Interesting. I love when we see Deke during rehearsals. He's just literally running around from room to room with the different individualized groups because it is such a big arrangement for mm-hmm. everybody. Just spinning those plates. And he keeps yeah. saying every episode, I should have cut this group in half mm-hmm. and he's feeling it now turns yeah. out he was right yeah. <laughs> he was right the oh, whole time you gotta yes. just cut the group maybe they would have won maybe. I hate this show maybe <laughs> we'll just ruin the end there, so well then you, you guys watch you, know. you watch yeah, they, yeah, we'll we'll they stayed tuned I think it was just really funny because show. when Deke was actually in the studio he was telling us because and we asked him, because it was such a big group, how did he spend time with individualizing people and actually giving them one-on-ones? He's like, I had to break them up in groups. Mm-hmm. And we saw that. We actually saw yeah. him running around. So I, I thought that was pretty cool. And it just shows, like, he's so smart with grouping people together, and he knows, like, which group can focus on what particular part of the arrangement. He's just brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. yeah. definitely a good teacher. All right, so let's, you know, let's get to the performance. And so we have, of course, four groups. We have the Highland Voices, Stay Tuned. We have the Return of the Octaves mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Soul Fetch with Sam. <laughs> you got to throw Sam in there. <laughs> of course. <laughs> before we even do that, and I love the like the one individual um, groups before. So uncomfortable. <laughs> it was like, it was nice. Jay, we're here. We're back. Like, we are Octaves. We are excited for a competition, which is happening today. Goals. <laughs> that was my favorite fetch. part of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> Almost as good as the weird car wash scene from, like, I don't remember what episode when oh, they were, like, yeah. washing the car while they were singing. Or Help sitting me. on oh, the car. Oh, they were, like, leaning on the car. car. Like, like, what show yeah. are you watching? Yeah, no, no car washing. They were sitting on the <laughs> car. Highland's Voices was, like, randomly sitting on the car. And I, No, like, I totally died. remember. I 100% remember. It died. Yeah. I was like, why? Why? Because we, we speculated that might that might have been someone's, like, brand new car or something. Oh, yeah. That oh. was in your personal. <laughs> I yeah. know what you're talking about. But I yeah. think that, like, edit made it into the show because some, like, editor was like, this is freaking awesome. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I so wanted to see all the B-roll footage of high schoolers being so awkward. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, I'm incredibly awkward. You guys have watched this after show, and yeah. I'm, like, arguably a grown adult. <laughs> you should have seen me eight years ago. Like, high schoolers are just... Technically a grown adult. Hashtag puberty right. is hard. Hashtag we puberty we all is hard. Full circle, yeah. y'all. <laughs> Yeah. Did your voice just crack a little? Oh, totally. <laughs> He's basically Mike Brady. Right. So, right before the performances, we hear Diana say, uh, what do we think of just Diana in this moment and her mentality towards her group, Team Diana? Do you, I mean, she, she does say, like, uh, there's a method to my na- mm. madness. And during her mini pep talk, she was like, I, I knew you guys were good, but I wanted you to be the best a cappella group in the world. I totally believe that. 
I thought she was genuine. Uh, I thought she was really yeah. genuine. And it was also the first time we saw her talking about them and not herself. You know, sure. she did address, sure. like, the seniors, guys, this is the last time you're going to perform. Like, it. I don't know. I felt like she was really genuine. Yeah, and I never thought, like, I never thought that she would have been so tough on them if she didn't think that they had what it takes, you know? Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, whenever teachers or mentors or trainers have that, that sort of attitude or that sort of approach, it's because they know that the talent is there and the potential is there. But, you know, pressure creates diamonds. Right. And so you have to, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's really exactly. Cool. It's, the, <laughs> it's usually like the teachers who really, really care. That sometimes that's just how they show it. Yeah, right. like where they actually, like you were saying, pressure the kids to be the best thing that they can be. It comes from a good place. I, I think one thing I kind of took away is that um, Diane is a great coach. Maybe more for professional groups. I mm-hmm. think sometimes oh, sure. she treated Highland Voices like they were a professional group. Granted, they were very good, but I think she pushed them a little further than maybe high schoolers should be yeah. pushed. Right. Whereas Deke, I think, has worked with students a lot more. Um, and that doesn't mean Diana was... I think Diana was a great coach, but I think she was kind of learning what it means to coach teenagers versus... Yeah, I think it's just a difference in approach, really. Right. Well, I think it's more so a difference between a coach and a teacher. Okay. I think Diane is a fantastic coach. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. Deke is an incredible teacher. Yeah. That's Interesting. And okay. I think he yeah. has left those kids with with skills and an imprint that they'll carry with them through the rest of their, like, acapella lives. Mm-hmm. And I think that Diana was able to polish performances really well. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. I don't know that she necessarily taught them hmm. anything valuable that they will carry on in the rest of their careers. Well, and she would be the first person to say that she's a performance coach. Yeah. It's like, that's how she builds herself. Like, that's what she does. She's, she's a performance coach. good at it. For sure. Oh, yeah, she, yeah she's great. Um, I I really like this mini pep talk routine. It was actually, it was very positive. Mm. And I think that's the type of message you send to your team before you go live for any performance mm-hmm. or into whatever you're doing. Um, so I, I just had to bring that up because I actually really enjoyed that. We definitely saw m- way more of the emotionally vulnerable side of Diana than we ever had. There's a lot of crying. She loves those There was a lot of crying. That got me. Seeing, she cried when they were performing. Seeing Diana cry got me every time. All right, so let's get into the performances. First, we'll just go in order. Octaves, Lean on Me by Bill Weathers. Mm-hmm. What do we think of their performance real quick? The blue graduation gowns. I knew something was underneath that. I was like, they, they cannot be wearing those that whole performance. Uh, it was straight from Sister Act back in the habit. I was going to say. Right? It was. It that looked a little churchy. That would be the sequel to Sister Act, if any of you have not seen it, where the kids take them off, and then all of a sudden they have their own clothes on, and they're their own people, and they're like busting out. It was totally taken from there. <laughs> And like, I'm okay hey, with that. Yeah, Sister Act 2 is amazing. That's a deep amazing. cut. That's yeah. a deep cut. Which one is Sister Act? The one with Just was- kidding. Get out of here. Was Lauren Hill in the second one? Mm, Maybe. I feel like she might have been. Could I don't be. know. I think they I, sing her song. Okay. All right. I, Jeff, did you enjoy it? Uh, yeah, we have some octaves in the chat roll. First of all, you guys were great. A couple just light criticisms. I didn't love the wardrobe choice. It looked a little churchy and I think it like aged them. Like I feel like it took away from their youth. Interesting. Um, Yeah. And I didn't like necessarily love the arrangement. I said this last week. The Octaves, I think they're a four month old group. For being four months old, 
Holy moly, exceptional group. Yeah. Yeah. The mm-hmm. fact that they're even in oh my this, gosh. this and that's group before. Yeah. A great song too. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. It's you a know crowd what, pleaser. I don't we, love we, ta- it. we talked about crowd pleasers. We talked about crowd pleasers. <laughs> that's what I think it is. Yeah. It's kind of pandery though, in my that's opinion. That's what I that's kind of what I mean. What you sleepy. mean. Yeah. I don't know. Do you I think? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Agree. Hmm. I this think is that, way overdone. I think that might be a similar issue to what I had with Drift Buck Away Rock. last week. We talked about yeah. Bu- you didn't rock. like but did not rock. not a fan of butt rock. But pop. The soloist after the break. Uh-huh. I loved not. her. I oh, definitely yeah. curly hair. She was fantastic. And oh, there was yeah. like a boy who was singing, and I just wanted to squeeze him. He was adorable. Very adorable. He looked like he was I, fif- yeah. like five. I had it in my notes. I loved the male voice. Yeah, I really the the one thing that that really jumped out to me about the octave is is that for so visibly young as they are, they had such mature voices. Oh yeah, I think. I think they just need to grow into that, like because their performance, their stage, you know, like I was like, I just want to squeeze him. His voice was so good, but he was just like, I'm singing on stage, you know. I think they just need to grow into their performance. Their performance. Was Was it just me, or did those bow ties seem gigantic? I didn't notice. No? I, no, I noticed because um, it went from, like, really blue robes to blue ties. Yeah. So. The bow ties seemed enormous. <laughs> I mean... Well, I feel like... And with the, the... Here's my issue with the robes. I didn't mind whatever, but oh. in Sister Act 2, back in The Habit, when they removed the robes, they all had, like, these fun, <laughs> colorful, like, their own little outfits, and it was, like, this huge celebration of, like, color and individuality. And so when you go from, like, all having the same blue robe... And then you take it off, and you're all wearing these like black dresses What's and black like? suits with a tie. Like, uh, what was the point of the role? Sure, sure. Uh, That's a really good. point. You know what I mean? Like sure. that to me is where I was like, mm, I don't know. Right. And yeah, Lauren Hill was in the second one. There thank, we go. Thank you, Destiny Samuel. There we go. Thank there you, go. Destiny. I'm glad you guys know. Um, okay, Sister let's brush up on my Whoopi Goldberg filmography. We should just do. Sister Act 1 and 2 double feature, us four. Oh, oh please. No. Paris skipped the whole thing. There you go. Amazing. All right. Edge. Yeah. Remember, they, they are a student-run group. They, sure. And they've been no coaches, so it's literally themselves. And, of course, and there's the personal Andrew, connection. Yeah, and mm-hmm. Andrew's also very, actually, nervous. Mm. Do you think it's because Sam was involved? Mm. Or... Or is he actually I afraid like, of their potential? I don't know. I feel like a lot of that is just like, all right, let's play up this love triangle. Oh, yeah, for, because yeah. we have nothing else. Yeah, <laughs> mysticism. I, I feel like, but it, the, it never went anywhere. It's like you can play up a love triangle and maybe the jealousy, but that's what we I mean. Never that's, got it resolved. That's why. That's why I, I think know. it never went anywhere because yeah. I don't think there really is anything there. I think like, yeah, this is Vanessa's friend, but like, it was. That's sad. kind of about it. I mean, like, let's be honest. That's kind of the whole show. Like, it was kind of like. The, I mean, it's reality TV. Like, it's editing. Yeah. I mean, sure. We talked about it a little bit beforehand. I think if this were a scripted show, the ending would have been Soul Badge wins <laughs> with know. Sam's killer solo, and then Vanessa goes running to Sam, and they like. Oh, and then Andrew would be having none of it. <laughs> That's if it was scripted. Andrew would throw down but on Bravo. Isn't. All right, so they sing if Big I were fight. if I were a boy by Beyonce. First of all, what yeah. do you think of the wardrobe? I loved it. What did they wear? Mm. Yeah, plaid. Oh, yeah. They were plaid and jeans. Totally remember that. No, yeah, I, I, didn't it. I didn't what? guess anything. Okay. It's, it's, it's a total nod to like the original Beyonce like video and like choreography she's done from it. Like this whole idea of like dressing like a dude or whatever. You know, I I don't know. I thought it was really cool. I think it was right for the song. The song is a very like chill, laid back vibe, and I think they really captured that. Um, I liked the wardrobe choice. 
Mm-hmm. I admittedly am not the wardrobe guy. I, yeah, if I mean, you were to ask me immediately after they performed what they wore, I would have been like, just like clothes. You right. Know? right. <laughs> they sounded good. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Did, I love the female voice. Uh-huh. Yeah, she sounded I, I'm great. sorry for I don't know your name. But uh, I didn't, th- I don't think the visual was quite there. I was wondering about because that. Because they didn't really move much. Mm-hmm. It was really it was just, just kind of, it was her and then they just kind of like crossed over behind yeah, her. it was, she was standing dead center the whole time. Mm-hmm. I think the only movement for her, we got an arm extension. Right, right, right. And then everyone else kind of maybe crossed once or yeah. twice It felt her. disconnected to me. Like I felt like she was kind of all alone out there. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it was a staging issue or what, but it just felt like. I'm here in the middle of the stage singing, and everybody is way over here doing something else. I thought she sounded great. I thought it was clean, but I thought it was a little boring. Do you think the intention was to just showcase her solo, and then it just kind of ended up being like... Well, I mean, we've seen with Soulfedge, their their MO tends to be having a strongly featured soloist with amazing vocal prowess, which is, you know, what got them here and what we saw tonight. Interesting. You can find the chat roll. Thank you, everyone in the chat, live chat. They said, David says, Soulfedge song was cut short and missed out on the choreo. So maybe there was actually a choreo. It felt like there was an odd cut in the middle. Right. Um, Another interesting chat roll contribution um, suggested Soulfedge season two as the focus. Mm. Well, I like that. I, that's Quinita, like that. super fan. Like it. I like you, Quinita. Right? I, I love that going. too. But does that mean they actually need a coach then? Exactly. It's about time <sighs> because that's what Soulfedge is right now. They're a bunch of amazing, ambitious kids mm-hmm. without a leader. Well, not to say. Well, I know there's no, something in the chat. Without chapel, a coach. Without a coach. And like there, there are steps. Even as like someone with just a little more acapella experience in them, there's been times that I've been like, "Oh man, if they would have only done this." And like I don't know crap about choreography, but like even like arrangement choices, I'm like sure. they could have. Yeah. This could have been elevated by fifty percent had they have, you know. So imagine Deke with Soulfedge Ooh. next year, or and Diana. then it gives Ooh. you that whole drama of like we've never had to have a coach before. Oh, we don't need anybody telling us what to do. Oh, that's just straight up stand and deliver right there. <laughs> Sorry, yes. written. How do I teach these kids? <laughs> season two. Season a negative two. times a negative. Okay, so, so good. Overall, a fairly fun performance. Sure. Uh, all right, so let's Highland Voices. We're third up when love takes over. Uh-huh. Okay, so even before like the performances when the hmm. Highland voices arrive, they take that time to rehearse even the jacket and not actually being on the stage and having laying out the field. Right. Uh, yeah, let's still, just run off stage, change the jackets, try- then come back. Yeah. They're still Which trying I think to figure that out. Do you think that was a quick, easy, good fix during that performance? It needed to be fixed. Yeah. Um, I think it was uh, obviously not a mistake per se because they did win, but I feel like that was the weakest part of their performance, and that was a judging decision that had to be made, because I think if they had stayed on stage, it would have been a hot mess. Uh, and I think, yeah, with one of those things, it's, weirdly, it reminded me of wrestling, kind of, where it's, it reminded me of that because, because, so in wrestling, if you, you know, if you're, if you're trying to do the super, super fancy move, and you kind of, you know, mess it up or botch then it. Don't do it. Yeah, five or six times out of right. ten, the risk isn't worth the reward. Right. right. If if someone had messed up that sweater change on stage, it wouldn't have been worth how good it might have looked if they hadn't. Right. You know, so I think that that was a good choice. See, to me, the smarter choice would have been to nix the jackets all together. Altogether. Yeah. Because I felt like them, they 
they this was the first time that I saw Highland Voices look like they were just having so much fun. Hmm. Like they looked like they were having fun. They were performing with all of their beings. They were having the time of their lives putting everything into it. It was the first time I've really felt that watching. They've always been clean and good, mm-hmm. but this was the first time I was like these kids are enjoying every second of this performance, and they the are giving everything. This is the first time I felt that way, okay. um, and I felt like when they went off stage and they left Blue alone there, it lost that energy. And when they came back on stage, it was the little Highlands Voices army, like, "Oh, we're finishing. We're supposed to do this marching. Mm. We're supposed to do this." And I feel like it really lost a lot of energy. And I think it it was an amazing performance. But I think if mm. she had just said. You know what? Jackets aren't aren't worth it. And they had stayed on stage and like given him some energy behind him. I think it would have been that much better. You think he they lost energy cuz I thought Blue was so oh strong. Oh my god, he was amazing. On his own that it kept the audience still going behind. I loved yeah, Holy I loved crap, I loved that it was just him on stage. He the whole yeah. freaking song. You'd be fine. I'm with Lindsay. <laughs> I'm with you. Yeah. I, um, well, now we have to fight. I know. That's how this goes. That's guys. Just, guys. So here's the thing. I think if if they had ended it with Blue beatboxing, uh-huh. you know, like if he was like, literally, if this, this okay, if he went into his beatboxing and they all left the stage and it was just him and he was beatboxing and it was like, mic drop. Yeah. I think it would have been amazing. I'm not saying the mic drop, but like just him ending on the beatboxing, I think it would have been stronger. See, I wouldn't have been ending on the beatboxing. I feel like was the weakest part of the performance was the last like couple of bars when they came back in. I don't agree that they should have ended on blue, but I do agree that them leaving deflated the performance a bit. Um, Because, yeah, that's what it was. Diana had to make some um, audibles, which is like that happens. Sure. But the marching. It was, it was kind weird. Of, it, feel, it felt symbolic of like the Highlands Voices regime, and like it yeah. was like like they oh. should have like skipped in or like ran I, exactly. in or like rushed the in. Was so yeah. organic, like, energy. and then it was like the, yeah, it was so fun, yeah. so organic. Then it was like when love takes so the marching was a little weird to me. I will like, say that. Dang. Yeah, but they came yeah. together at the end. Yeah, and they had to make that choice last minute, but. Yeah, they should have just gone for the sparkly hoodies and just stayed. I think they should, like, yeah. had it even crouched around blue and, like, done some of That's these. That's what I'm saying. So like, do you some think... Of I would have been fine if the sweaters were disco the whole time. Exactly. And did it bother anybody that um, Homegirl Nan didn't zip hers up? What happened? No. One was unzipped. Oh, oh it no. was Mariella. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Still love Mariella. I didn't I didn't notice it. Oh, it bothered me so much. <laughs> I'm just, like, so impressed. Lindsay's like, did you notice that this 23rd frame in the 43rd minute did not convey continuity? Scrupulous. Like, did you notice that uh, Diana had a custom yeah, Team Diana? I was pretty dope. She's Barkley Necklace me. I I applaud you, Diana. I applaud you. Diana, seriously. If anything, we know her jewelry game. Is your wardrobe available anywhere? Like, all the merchandising, Team Diana's and shirts, is that available on Lifetime? The Team Diana collection. You might have to invest in some of that. I have a brand new niece who would love a Team Diana zip up. There you go. Let us know. Some big old glasses, some heart necklaces. Yes. I'm down. They have hot topics. Let's do it. I think this was it was very high energetic. Sure. And I mean, I think Vanessa's performances are always so so big Her voice and so is powerful. It's yeah. she like, slayed. Yeah. She was so they fantastic. Said, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I was like, she could do this professionally. That's I, yeah. And oh, this sure. is all Probably. credit to Vanessa, but all seasons I've been like, she's really good. She's really good. Tonight I was like, she mm-hmm. could get paid to do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought. agree. Because there's a couple times I've been like, oh, she's really talented. Mm-hmm. But tonight was 
Amazing. Yeah. Good job, Vanessa. Diana even agrees. Soulfish would be a great pick for season two. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. All right, Do you know lifetime. something we don't know, Diana? All right, lifetime. <laughs> give, yeah. give us what we want. All right. And then stay tuned, of course. And uh, they, wow, they had their moment, mm. I think. Mm-hmm. Right, what do we think of their final performance? Did you love it? Because I sure did. You guys are kind of quiet. And I'm, I'm just I'm 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 trying to gauge the gauge the room because I loved it. I loved it. I obviously I think they went for you know high emotional intensity, uh, very very heavy song. I love how Deke kind of explained that it connected to Ashley and to Deacon and to Sam on a variety of levels. Um, you know, with Sam being out and being gay, mm-hmm. Deacon being you know the the hip hop guy, Ashley being more kind of introverted. It, you know, it hit on all these different levels. And I think, emotionally speaking, it was their most... I feel like it was their most powerful performance. I agree. Mm. Yeah. Lindsay. Lindsay, you have a lot to say. Thoughts? I'm sure. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I love this song. So it's always hard when you, like, really, really love a song right. and then somebody does it. I thought Decon was fantastic. Yeah. And he looked amazing. I was like, Decon, Boy can clean up well. Like, he looked... <laughs> She's just a, like a handsome young man, you know? And we see him in his little baseball cap, like, I'm Deacon. And he just looked so nice. I was like, some some of those girls on that team were probably like, oh, Deacon. <laughs> um, I thought it was really sweet. I thought that Ashley and Sam sounded great. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was a little bit disjointed, like okay. just the arrangement in the, in the backup. I felt like there were, you know, especially in the beginning, like there were certain sounds that were like louder than others and it didn't quite, you know, to my ear, like blend in a way that I fully liked. Sure. My only other issue was the, I felt like the um, the playing of the instruments was a little distracting. Like I almost wish, and this is going to be really ironic coming from me, but I almost wish that Deke had done less with the choreography because mm. I feel like the song was so powerful right. that I feel like I wish that less had been done. And, and like to me at the end with the candles, like I get the symbolism of it and I think it's really beautiful. But the turning around and the equality takes something really beautiful and powerful and simple and makes it a little bit on the side of cheesy. I agree. Right, right. So I, instead of the orchestra, what would you have had them do? I have no idea. But I agree, I agree that this, I, this would have been... I, think, I was distracted. I'm yeah. just saying I was distracted by the movement of the hands. No, this would have been a good okay. song to go I in a more kind of minimalist... Right. Like, they could have just stood there and had simple stage movements. But right. I, like, uh, but more, again, more like what they did with Hide and Seek, maybe? Yeah. 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 But again, we say it every week. Deke's choreography is very on the nose. And right. this, again, sure. was very literal. I, yeah. A couple of things going off of your points... Part of the problem was because the arrangement was already so kind of 20 parts, mm-hmm. having people play 20 instruments, too, is it's like, oh, it's, it's like visually a lot. and audibly <laughs> a lot. Right. And the equality thing, I kind of agree with you. It was really nice to have a message, but... And it's obviously a message we all agree with. Oh, of course. But, Absolutely. But, yeah, I don't want to make it sound like I'm not supporting equality. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't want Jeff to have to backpedal again. <laughs> I know every time I'm like the king of the feet in the mouth. <laughs> Um, But here's what I hate. There's this new trend where you take a word and you add a little pound sign in front of it, even if you're not on social media. You mean a hashtag? I know it's like a hashtag. Yeah, hash brown, whatever. Um, I'm kidding. I'm not that old. But like, I'm like, we don't need, are we trying to like make equality trend? Like, let's just have the word. I just feel like you'll like meet people and be like, hi, I'm hashtag Jeff. Like, it's like, just 
I don't know. I don't like how pervasive the hashtag is. <laughs> so your is. issue was that one symbol at the beginning of the word. I really... It's just, okay with the exclamation point at the end, but the hashtag kind of feels had like, to go. It just <laughs> so, like, reduces a mess. I don't know. That's how I felt. I felt like well, it my, made it really hokey instead of having it be really... It, it yeah, was I, such a strong, powerful I think message. that... I, yeah, I, I feel like that, that message... Come on, Chad. Might be. No water in there. We're good. Might be. I feel get like... It I feel like that message was already being conveyed both with the song choice yeah. and with the candles and everything. Mm-hmm. I felt like that was one step, like, is a little bit heavy-handed. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Wow. I, I'm, right, I'm going to be the, you know, maybe the devil's advocate. I loved it. Good. I freaking loved it. Because maybe I'm just that sucker who loves campiness, who loves cheesy messages. I mean, mm-hmm. everything I watch. This is, I'm always in for the moral story. And I, that's what I always take out of anything. So, like, if they had a message to get across, equality, and especially, they are teenagers, they are in high school, that inequality is everywhere. It's not oh, at, sure. just we're at not that taking, age. We're not taking issue no, no, with no. the message. And I'm not saying you guys are. But I think, like, it was a perfect song for them to understand, like, who they are and the message of the song. And the end result was equality that everyone could just agree with and enjoy. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I like it overall. I just think less is more sometimes. And I think, I, and, yeah. and like I said, I do, I agree with all that and I love that message. I just think that it, that was already being said with the candles. For and sure. The, and, and the and song. And the candles. Right, 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 right. The candle visuals. I, see, to me, it shows like a lack of confidence in the message of what you're doing. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Like if your message, if your performance is that powerful, you don't need to say, we like equality right. at the end. Because the song says it. By itself. For sure. sure. Like, we didn't need a campaign with this. Their performance mm-hmm. said it. They sold it with their performance, and to me, that cheapened the performance. I think mm-hmm. maybe it actually enhanced it because, again, visuals is yeah. one third of the score. True. So maybe the candles did help them. Mm. Um, not, I didn't have a problem with the candles. I like it was the, the candles. equality yeah. sweatshirts. Was it was, like the, it was the actual word, the, it being yeah. li- literally spelled out. But Good be- thing they lined up correctly. Yeah. That <laughs> would have been... I almost would have liked it more. Equality. So real quickly, Deke says, you know, this is real music. So let's get into the actual scores. Mm -hmm. Fourth place was The Octaves at 68 out of 90. Third place was Solfege, 80 out of 90. And then first place, 89 out of 90 was Highland Voices. Damn, one point shy of perfect. Absolutely. You think so? I do. I I thought they were going to win... Uh, as soon as I saw their performances. I didn't I, think, I wasn't sure. Are you all sure. happy with Highland Voices getting first place, stay tuned, getting second with 85? I mean, look, everybody loves the underdog. Everybody right. wants heart and soul to win. I mean, you want I heart and it's soul like, to it's, win. It's like we've said before with, like, Rocky. Like, the underdog doesn't always I know. necessarily And I was to just going to say that. I was like, maybe I've been watching too much Rocky <laughs> in my life. That I was really thinking the underdog um, was going to win. I definitely thought that they were going to. That's, uh, me too. Just from, like, just from... A strictly storytelling point, I definitely thought they they would. But looking at the scores, I I think that you know the right team won, yeah. and I think that the way the way that Deke uh, broke it down and the way that he he said it to them, they didn't necessarily need this win. Right. You know, they beat Highland Voices five weeks into the show. That I I feel like that's what they were shooting for. Right, and you, you know? beat them more than just once. Yeah, you beat them multiple times. Mm-hmm. So like in the end, you are a winner. Mm. This is an example of it's hard to judge acapella. Mm. Like, you know, I mean, I actually, though, I do think Highlands Voices was better this week. But it's, mm. I mean, you're, it's so subjective, you well, know? Well, it's art. You know, it's, it's art. Right. It's the same thing, you know. Right. I don't know. 
Um, but they both did amazing. I mean... But and, I, and I feel like uh, having a song like Same Love with such a strong message puts the judges in kind of a tough spot, you know? Right. Because I feel like it might be, it might be tough. Like, you don't want to look yeah. like you're passing and judgment on equality. Sound equality. Right. But I do well, think... Well, Highland's Voices song was Love Takes Over. True. <laughs> Love. Yeah, yeah. Taking over. It's a very important social issue we're facing, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love yeah, conquers all. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I. All right. So, what do you think of Deke's end speech to his team? I love this. I think it's what so they needed weird. to hear for sure. Don't feel like you lost. Okay. 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 Hang on. Yes. What are you gonna say? Let's I'm spill sorry. all of your thoughts, okay. Lindsay. So I have a child, and I agree that it's not whether you win or lose; it's how you play the game. But if you lost, you lost. I don't know. I'm saying they, I'm not saying. Well, I'm like, not saying I they should like be have, proud. No, like they. They should be very proud of the work they did and how they've grown as artists with Deke. However, I I don't know. I just... Mm. I feel like you have this this feeling that they're, like, trying to justify, like, oh, we actually won. And I don't think that's what's happening. I just think, I think that, that kids today, are, there's a little nickname called Teacups. And they call kids teacups now because what? everybody sugarcoats everything for kids. And then they get to college and into the real world yeah. and they break, like, fragile little china teacups because they're not like nothing's real they never lose they're never like they're always like you did your best and you're gonna be okay and there's never any negativity in their lives and like the fact of the matter is there's a winner and there's a loser and you're not always gonna win but if you worked really hard you should be proud of yourselves so I find it hard like I get where Deke is coming from but I find it hard when somebody gives a speech like that Because I feel like it's very pandering. It's like, you know what? They did lose. And they are allowed to be upset about it. Because being upset about something is a healthy emotion to Mm -hmm. express. But you should be proud of what you did and how you've grown as artists. But to put all the emphasis on, well, you shouldn't, you didn't lose, you didn't lose, you're not losers. I don't think he. I That's what he said. He wasn't over saying. Over. He wasn't saying That's you didn't he lose. Said. Yes, he, he said did. you shouldn't <laughs> feel like losers. Yeah. That's no. different. Don't, don't you dare like... leave feeling like you lost. And, and then he different. continued to say, he didn't say you, you didn't guys lose. didn't lose today. You didn't lose today. He did. He said it over and over. And to me, that's pandering. I don't know. I don't think that's what he was getting at. I definitely yeah. don't think that he was trying to pander to I'm between you two. Because what would you have rather him said? I would rather him said, you guys worked really hard, you should be very proud of what you did and how you've grown as artists. And I think but that's the what he was focus was like, don't feel like losers. You shouldn't feel like a loser. Okay. You shouldn't feel like you lost. So, uh. I, I think the real message across was like, you guys aren't losers. You really are winners. Even that, I don't think that was his message. I don't think that was his message at all. But that's the point. But that's the message I got across. But they lost. But I don't think I don't think he was trying to make them feel like they didn't lose. Just that they weren't losers. That's different. There is a difference. There is a big difference. I think after all the hard work that both of these teams put into, they're all winners in my book. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? We're horrible What an incredible here. moment that was, guys. <laughs> I, no, I'm between you guys. I think Satan should be freaking proud of their work. They should be yes. proud of their work. Sure. But they did not win. Right. Agreed. 
And I don't think, and, but like I said, I think that's where we're disagreeing is I don't think he's trying to make them think that they that they won. He's like, trying to make them think, I think that he's the just competition trying to the didn't blow. matter. I think he's trying to soften the blow, okay. that's all. They're going to end up too bad. Okay, oh, I think on. just Hashtag the, acapella wins. No. At the end of all of this, I think Stay Tuned accomplished so much more than they, they were actually expecting. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. That, and that in and of itself was a big win overall. Okay, I agree with you. I mean, even last week's episode, there was the whole mentality rope it up, like only go for second. Like I felt the whole time, yeah, the whole time that like they they had their set ideas of like set goals of what they want, but they accomplished Mm. so much more than that. And I also don't I don't agree. That's what you have to remember. Stay tuned. I don't agree with equating rope it up with going for second. I think that's reductive. I don't think that's necessarily what Deke was going for. But with no, that. it's just like the whole theme between Stay Tuned is like they think they're always second, that mentality. Mm-hmm. But and they're striving for first. Sometimes they get it, sometimes they don't. But oh, they sure. accomplish so much more than they were actually expecting. Oh yeah, I and think what, we all agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So you guys are awesome. Everyone's awesome. Oh, also, my everyone. Gosh. Everyone's show been is saying. Awesome. Everyone all season has been saying stay second, but they finally said stay two. Today. So much better. And I was like, that makes so much more sense. Yes. So it much does. better. <laughs> Hashtag. I mean, that's not what you guys are, but it makes more sense. Than <laughs> yeah. Yes. All right. Hashtag acapella wins. Yes. Overall, this was a really fun season. Oh, my God. It's over, it just you guys. flew by, guys. So my fun. very first non wrestling after show yeah. just flew by. Yes. Oh, I love this. I really did enjoy this. I hope we had a blast. I hope there's season two. Yeah. I'm hoping so. And you guys have so been so fast. amazing with interacting with us. <laughs> Thank you. Carly, especially. Carly, Megan's sister. Uh, she sent us. I'm so mad I didn't get a chance to send it to you, but she sent us an unedited uh, cut of the try performance and so what? I need to I know yeah, yeah, yeah. Sent, I know Carly I'm she awful she sent it to you she like black it market she... videos <laughs> and you've been holding it to Wrestlemania over here <laughs> the wrestler I've been made informed okay. you guys that video but I yeah. think that's the lack of sleep you're getting you forgot that's what, that's what now, it is guys so. we'll I literally haven't slept since Sunday night so I'm a little bit loopy okay so <laughs> last quick thoughts of the show and then we got to wrap it up. I loved it. I um, If we would do a season two, I'd like to see a couple changes. Mm-hmm. I think I'd like to see more groups. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, one thing that made the show kind of tough is all these kids were so wonderful mm-hmm. that it's mm-hmm. hard to like mine a lot of drama out of like these amazing kids. Well, so, and like, we did see that, that tweet from Deke last week. We saw a lot of backstory got cut from, right. uh, from Adam's story. Which is a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like, the fact that sometimes the show is boring, oh, so the fact that these kids, <laughs> sorry, these kids were so great that it's hard. Don't apologize, Jeff. Eh, I don't know. But the comment, I I loved the show, would love to see season two, and mm. would love to see more groups. Definitely. And maybe more coaches. Horrible, too. horrible students. I, <laughs> it would make it more <laughs> interesting. Horrible would, people to be fair, exploited on. That would be more interesting. <laughs> I don't know. I, I disagree because I love the fact that the production company was really tasteful with not you know, tarnishing any of these poor kids. Sure, that's sure, sure. they're kids. Right. Um, I would like to perhaps see maybe a season two with college teams where we can be more... Um, College-y. Or, yeah, just have a little more drama. And okay, a little if, more. You, if you widen the range to college, do you think there'd be more life issues into yeah, the Yeah, I think choices? you open it up to more possibilities from production side when you have kids that are over 18 you're not right. dealing with mommy and daddy and you also can sort of exploit them a little more it's just reality it's reality man. <laughs> it's reality. TV right 
Interesting. All right, Ty. In uh, I think in in some form, I'd if if there is a season two, fingers crossed, hope, hoping I would love to see Deke and Diana have to work together Ooh, in some sort yes. of capacity. Like I don't know, I don't know, maybe over the course of like a whole season, or you know, maybe just Do for a few weeks, something like that. Coach swap. Yeah, there you go. Oh yeah, there you go. yeah. I'm thinking more like why are duo, we producing yeah, a two coach team? Yeah, and then Diana's just like <laughs> relentlessly like. Come There's your on, drama. Hi, Russ. Lifetime. There you go. There's your drama. But Have yeah. you seen the Twitter feed? <laughs> oh my goodness. Overall, I really enjoyed it. I love acapella. I love, you know, just following people's lives who are actually interesting. I learned so much about and acapella. And who actually guys. have talent. Super yeah. talented. This. All you guys. So congratulations to Deke and Diana. You guys did an amazing job throughout all all these episodes. And then congratulations to the teams who performed. Yes. Mm-hmm. And even all the performers during the competitions, all of those guys too everyone yeah. was amazing and this was such a fun show to watch and be on a panel I love you and guys right. fun. Fun. Yeah. fantastic forte. this was literally my first time meeting all of you guys I'm yeah. so happy fantastic really forte. love it alright with that welp 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 we're, we're over until we won't be here next week guys too. But in the meantime, where can everyone keep following you about acapella? Hey guys, you can again find me on Twitter at Jeffrey C. Graham, Instagram at Jeffrey Crane Graham. Real quick self promotion I'm releasing a comedy album yes. and music videos that yes. drop in about a month. Please continue to follow me on social media if you want some, want to see me perform. I know some of you guys have wanted to see that, and oh, do I perform. Oh, you should definitely look out for those. There may be a bikini <laughs> involved. Just saying. I'm Lindsay Miller. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope at Rockin' Mama Life. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, on Instagram at Ty Matthews PMA. Uh, several other after shows: Monday Night Raw, The Magicians, Second Chance, Lucha Underground, uh, and I've, I've mentioned before my uh, involvement with the Wacky World of Pro Wrestling. If you want to check that out, watch Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, 4 p.m. Saturday afternoons on KDOC and YouTube America. If you get those channels. And you can follow me on Twitter at Serafini TV. You can follow all of us here on AfterBuzz at AfterBuzz. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, social, all those social media fun places that we go to. Thank you, everyone, for listening, tuning in. It's been a really fun And for fun interacting. Season. We got so much interaction. All the yeah, live so chat, fun. all the live tweeting, uh, and every, everyone's been great this season. Thank you so much we'll for following us. We love you guys. Keep talking to us. If there's a season two, we're all rooting for it. Yes. Yeah. So thank you, everyone. We'll see you next time. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 